Welcome back to my podcast. Season two is finally here. Thank you for being so patient. There was so much going on in the beginning of the year, and I launched a new show with Elena. I hope that you listen to that too. But here we are. And you all know this used to be called Women Want to Hear Women. I promised I'd explain why I decided to change the name. And really, it's pretty simple. To be real, when I first started this concept with Jim Casey over at Nash Country Daily, it was just going to be a weekly column on the website. But it got so much attention and we realized that we could use that platform to do more for women in country music. And thus the podcast was born. Now, here's the thing. Had I known I was naming a podcast, I probably would have made that name a lot easier. Because people understandably got kind of confused with that name. Like, yeah, it's a mouthful. I get it. So the concept here is still the same. We're working to reclaim that narrative that women don't want to hear women. And we're doing that by continuing to share stories from some of the most badass women in the entertainment industry. Now, this time around, we're even going to try and include women from TV, movies, different music genres, social media, all kinds of different areas of entertainment. But of course, for me, it always comes back to country music because the lack of women represented in this genre has been the problem I experience in my day-to-day life working in country radio. So here we are, breaking through as the new name because everyone's story has to do with what it took to break through. All right, now that that's out of the way, what do you say we kick the season off? And with one of my absolute favorites, by the way. Last season, I got so many messages about the episode with Maren Morris. You guys loved it. I loved it. She was so open and so honest about her struggles and the struggles of her female peers, too. Now, if you haven't heard that episode, I think that you should do yourself a favor. Go take a listen. But anyway, when she left that last time, she said that she wanted to come back to finish that conversation. Honestly, I don't really think that we'll ever finish it, but we finally found some time in her very busy schedule to have another chat and that's how we're going to kick it off this time around now make sure to listen until the end of the episode if you want to find out who my guest next week is going to be and she has been on my podcast bucket list so don't miss that okay i'm ready if you are let's go Marin morris who's here with us hi Marin. hi what i want to start with because this is what we started with back in november was uh the fact that Rich was in the top 30. You were the only woman in the top 30 at the time. Mm -hmm. And we were hoping it was going to go number one. It didn't happen, unfortunately. I still am salty about it, but let's not go there. Um, We had a lot of uh, number two jokes. (laughs) Oh, did you? (laughs) Yeah, like because Rich peaked at the number two spot. So all of my co-writers and I on the song were like, we went number two. (laughs) (laughs) We're number two. Well, that's what I was wondering. Like, how, how did you take it? And how did your people take it. How does everybody on your team? Because they're also a huge part of it. Yeah. You know, I think with that song, it's a win no matter what. Like, yeah, yeah, everyone wants to like claim that it went number one, but until you're really looking with a magnifying glass at these things, like a lot of people would assume it did go number one. So we're the only ones that really pay that close attention. But, you know, I, I definitely think that, you know, we, it was like a 40 week single or yeah. something close around there you know my singles take a little bit longer mm-hmm. than the dudes but um <laughs> they you know rich we didn't it was the the fourth single on my album mm-hmm. so it was at that point like over two and a half years old right and to even have it go as far as it did and you know as ballsy of a song as that is coming from a woman uh the fact that it's starting to just gain research and familiarity mm-hmm. like my voice People now on the radio, they know it's me. It's right. not just this nude girl. Yeah. Um, so it did its job. 
Exactly. Yeah. And the fact that it went as far as it did being such an old song um, was amazing. Like we didn't even think it was going to crack the top 10 because it was like, we need to get some new music out. And plus the middle was happening and mm-hmm. it was just, you know, a lot of factors, but I am so proud of it to have like my first number one with I Could Use a Love Song and then my first number two with yes. Rich. It's not a bad way to blow out their last record. That's true. That is very true. Congratulations, by the way. And congratulations on the new album, Girl, which is now out. Thank you. So excited about it. And and the fact that your tour, of course, is all girls. Mm-hmm. I was curious if you, um, since you were conscious about that and making it all girls, did you do the same thing at all behind the scenes? Like, have, did you try to get a lot of women hired or on however? I, I don't even know, like, who you need to hire and everything. But did you try? Or, like, is that something that you think about? Well, I mean, I, I have amazing people that work for me. My manager is a woman. My tour manager is a woman. My bass player. So it really is uh, more than just bringing artists out. It's like, mm-hmm. who's working behind the scenes right. for you to give those opportunities and just to be conscientious of it mm-hmm. uh, is the the first step because w- I fall into the trap where a lot of times, like like I just signed this agreement that the that was a part of the Grammys that said, before I go in to record my next record, I'm going to uh, meet and work with a, a female producer instead of like the oh, producers nice. I'm used to working with. Right. So, and just to try it because yeah. a lot of it is just, we get so in our head, uh, in our comfort zones. Like I've only worked with these dudes. Mm-hmm. I haven't even really given a woman a chance and it's not because I'm anti woman producer. It's just right. because I haven't conscientiously thought about it. And so just the, the, the thought is the first step. And yeah. so employing women is, such a a way to s- even the scales and it's not you know about gender it's about who's the best for the job mm-hmm. and uh but it is about making room for women because a lot of them are going to work way harder than the dudes and yeah. it's it, it's about that and just giving more them to the do they have a longer way to go yeah. right mm-hmm. and um you know i just actually changed over uh in publicity and um i have this a lot of new women that came into my camp with this new publicity firm. So I'm like excited that this whole girl era is starting and I've got a lot of badasses. Well, that's something that that's, that's awesome. And something that I've been thinking about a lot lately is that lack of leadership of women, you know, especially in country radio and stuff. I know, I think one female PD. And I think that that's something that's really important that we do, you know, take a look at the woman and make sure that even though, these are roles that traditionally go to men, make sure that they're there so we hear their voices and there's such different point of views yeah. when a woman is in charge and, and leadership. So if you're listening and you're thinking about getting into any kinds of of different lanes, make sure you go for that leadership. And Yeah, right? mm-hmm. and honestly, like uh, there was this great Natalie Portman quote and it was saying, uh, she said something like, if you look around at your friend group and everyone looks like you, and everyone thinks like you, you need to start incorporating some new people into your life because you're not challenging yourself. You're not learning a new perspective. You're not walking in someone else's shoes enough. Mm -hmm. You're only walking in your own. So just widening your perspective a little bit by just being aware, Mm -hmm. like the awareness is so important. And I have been 
really a f- fortunate to have wonderful women in my life in the professional you know workspace that yeah. um, make me feel like my name and my artistry is being taken care of. And then um, you know I'm I'm a girl's girl. Like I'm still friends with all my friends from high school. Like yeah. I have a younger sister that I'm super close with. I have all these new family members that are like my sister-in-laws like that I love. So I I love being a woman. I love being around women and I love men that are um that love being around women. Yes. Like not mm-hmm. in like a flirtatious right. way, but like <laughs> I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. But like they have great relationships with their mothers, great mm-hmm. relationships with their sisters. They know like how to really uh appreciate the female perspective and have that like sensitivity to them. Yeah. I think that only makes better men. Mm-hmm. So Maren, one thing that I, I kind of just wanted to talk out with you because I've, I've been wanting to talk to somebody about this and it's it's been on my mind a lot. But since you were here, we've seen Casey Musgraves do some amazing things. Obviously mm-hmm. the Grammys, she won all genre album of the year. She's won a bunch of Grammys. She won CMA. She won all this stuff. And uh, she's not playing on the radio at all, really, basically. Like we don't see her on my show. So, I mean, I can, I'm not afraid to call on my show. I wish that we were playing Casey. Um, but does something like that and the way that she is seeing that success, does it kind of start to make radio irrelevant because you can actually have that much success without the support of radio? Um, I mean, yeah, it is a testament that like, you don't have to have any radio play to win album of the year. Yeah. Um, she like just, proved that so I think that that's incredible and obviously just makes our town look better right and our our genre look even better and hopefully open up some new doors for people but at the same time like I think that I've always kind of set out to to not choose between art and commerce like I did radio tour I do remotes. Like I genuinely have made relationships and friendships yeah. with people in this mm-hmm. side of the industry that I, I, I love getting opinions on. Like it's kind of a two way street, you know. Mm-hmm. Like if you are gonna get played on the radio, I, you know, I don't, I don't know the chemistry that happens with a hit song. I've mm-hmm. just put songs out that I think would sound cool, like coming out of my speakers, but. Um, you, you do have to be willing to to open up yourself to a, a huge group of people. And I've seen the power that having your song on the radio has. Mm-hmm. And I've also seen the critical acclaim side because, you know, getting to do things like SNL. And right. when I won my first Grammy, I mean, I, I felt in that moment like I hadn't even had a number one yet. Like, mm-hmm. but I had all these amazing things happen. And I thought like, I want both. I want yeah. to have my song played on the radio. And I also want to do these really artistic endeavors that creatively fulfill me. Mm-hmm. So I think it's about, you know, her opening up to radio and radio opening up to her and just letting that wall down. And I think that she's started to do that. Like she's started to come to things like this. Yeah. And I think that there is such power in great music being played on the radio. And I think she is a great artist with great music. And I'm hoping that that just opens the door for people to be more brave with their artistry Mm -hmm. and know that you don't have to choose. You don't have to be the critical acclaim artist that only does like these things. You don't have to be just the radio darling. I mean, 
it's taken like two and three years for Chris Stapleton to have a number one on his own at radio. Yeah, and yeah. he's a man, but yeah. he's a different sound. So, I mean, I, I think it's just, it's not just about being a woman. It's like people that maybe just don't sound like the trend right now are having a hard time getting radio play, but like he's put that, that hard work in. And I, I feel like there's a lot more women getting to do both sides, like yeah. having great critical success, great album reviews, great magazine looks, and then also getting some radio play. At least I hope that's where it's headed. Beautifully said. Okay, so I hope that you'll just end up becoming like a regular on this podcast because we could keep talking all of these times about yeah. so many different things. Yeah. Thank you so much for hanging out with us again. Yeah, I'll come back anytime you need me. Season two, episode one in the books. Guys, I can't wait to keep sharing these stories with you and I want you to be a part of it too. So make sure to tweet me your suggestions for who I should feature on the podcast. I'm at Elena D. Smith. That's E-L-A-I-N-A-D. Smith, which I don't think I actually have to spell. So thank you again to Maren Morris and her entire team. Also, thanks to Jim Casey, Brian Webb, Joey Salvia, and Ryan Kirshner for helping to make this all happen. Appreciate you guys. And next episode, ooh, I am so amped. Miss Trisha Yearwood will be here. When I got my record deal in 1991, my first single came out. The woman who had really broken through for all women was Reba. And Reba had been the first woman who really took control of her career, chose her own songs. It sounds crazy that women wouldn't be choosing their own material, but they weren't. Um, and and really deciding who was going to produce her record, how she was going to look in her videos and on her, you know, she really she was the one in my mind that kind of boss lady, you know, took, yeah. took that control and, and allowed uh, the rest of us to do that for ourselves. Until then, keep on breaking through. Yo, that was... That was so weird. That was corny. I don't know. We'll work on that. Bye, guys. From the Westwood One Podcast Network.